Review code provided by Team17. I'm Jared. I'm Denise. Level with us. Welcome to Level With Us, the show where we have a cozy video game discussion every week. This week we are talking about Hoko Life, which is a game that just came out recently on Steam and Nintendo Switch. Uh, we got to play it on both. This game is developed by Wonderscope and is published by Team17. And uh, we're really grateful that Team17 reached out to give us a review code. But this week, you may have noticed I'm not alone. I'm joined by Denise from Seeing Stars Gaming. Hello. <laughs> Denise, thank you for joining me. Really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> yeah. So for the listeners that don't know who you are, do you want to kind of give an overview of what your YouTube channel is all about? Yeah, sure thing. So I have a YouTube channel called Seeing Stars Gaming, no spaces, <laughs> where I share cozy indie game recommendations, news about upcoming cozy games and game reviews. And I'm particularly fond of like story-based games and anything with magic. So you'll see a lot of that in my YouTube channel. I love that uh, cozy games are kind of the niche. Uh, how would, what, what distinguishes a cozy game? I think cozy games like help you feel like more relaxed i think it's a lot more sometimes it's like a bit more slower paced i know a lot of casual cozy gamers like games with no combat and a chiller ambiance but i think it really depends because even games with like a more emotional impact are also considered cozy games as well so it's anything that can like make you feel more relaxed calm uh, is considered a cozy game in my book Oh, yeah, that makes sense. It feels like there's way more, you know, cozy or wholesome games coming out recently. Like, that seems to be pretty big in the indie community. Why do you think those have had such a, a, a big rise in the industry? I think especially during the pandemic, people were really stressed and they really wanted something a little bit calmer, a little bit more slower paced than what they were living through at that time so they reached to cozy games to kind of feel that sense of like community and calm relaxation and i think that's also when i started to go go back into games because before then i was in college i didn't have any money so <laughs> <laughs> i can relate yeah yeah i didn't really play as many games and after like the pandemic i just like got back into games because i didn't really have much to do and i was like so stressed all the time because of college and just like general world issues <laughs> so that's how i got started and i think a lot of people had a similar experience as well yeah that makes sense well we're so excited to have you on the show because this week we're covering a game that i think is trying to be in that genre of uh of you know low stakes non-stressful cozy games uh so this week we're talking about hoko life um, if I had to describe this game in a sentence, it would probably be this is very much a kind of life sim, farm sim game inspired by games like Animal Crossing, uh, as well as, you know, Harvest Moon or Story of Seasons. And in fact, it almost feels like a fusion of those two to me because it has, you know, all the hallmarks of Animal Crossing, like these animal villagers and it has uh, a little town that you build up from nothing. Um, there's bug catching and fishing. 
album is pretty relaxed, but it also has all of the hallmarks of something like Story of Seasons, where you have a lot of crafting to do. Um, you're gathering resources, you're chopping down trees for wood, and you're building things, and even customizing uh, your villagers' houses as well as your own. So it, it's, it was kind of interesting for me to jump into this and be like, oh, it's like Animal Crossing, and then realize, oh, no, it's, it's taking things from kind of both of those genres. Uh, so wh- what did you think of it initially, Denise? I tried it out before I started to work, because that was like the only time I had to try the game. Sure. And it was actually really relaxing. It was in the morning, and so I like booted it up, and you're on the train, and I was like, wow, this is beautiful. And then I, we, you, you go into like this new town, and it's like very like light, beautiful, like ambient like lighting, mm-hmm. very soft lighting that really felt really relaxing, especially when I was like starting off the day, and. I really enjoyed how slower paced this game is in comparison to games like Stardew Valley, but a little bit faster paced than Animal Crossing because Animal Crossing I felt like was a little bit too slow for me because it's based off of like real world time. Like I couldn't like change the day if I wanted to, but in this game I could just like, if I was like tired of the day, I was like, ugh, I want another day. I want to start the day off fresh. I could just go to sleep, wake up. (laughs) and say hey to everybody again. That was really nice for me. I'm really glad you brought that up because um, when I tried Stardew Valley the first time, it stressed me out how short the days felt. Like I was always on a timer. The seasons were always running out. And eventually I found a good balance of how to enjoy that game on its own terms. But I, I missed how slower paced Animal Crossing is. But by the flip side... You know, Animal Crossing, like you said, you have it's tied to real world time. Um, so unless you want to try time traveling, which actually is kind of takes a lot of work to do, you know, it's pretty slow. So this game tries, I think, to get the best of both worlds, where you can advance time as often as you like, but the days are very slow. Uh, you're not running out of daylight very quick. You can kind of take your time, and then when you're ready, you just sleep and start the next day, and the shops refill with new stuff. So, yeah, that's I think that's kind of a big part of the appeal for this game, at least for people who are familiar with with Farm Sims is it's way slower paced than those, but it's quicker than Animal Crossing. Yeah, I completely agree. Apart from that though, like it it's pretty straightforward. I I didn't there wasn't anything that really captured my attention that would make this game unique. I agree, I thought the lighting was quite nice, but um yeah, what what other thoughts do you have on this game in general? Yeah, I, I don't know if there was anything like super unique that was different from other games that I've played, but I liked how it was like Animal Crossing because I don't think I've seen a game that is like similar to Animal Crossing in the market. There's like a lot of farming games like Stardew Valley or like Harvest Moon, That's Story true. of Seasons, but there isn't that many games that are like Animal Crossing, I think, where you like build a town from the bottom up and move in new characters and then have like a slower pace kind of feeling. And I think it played great on the Steam Deck because I tried it out on the Steam Deck and uh, it was really nice because I didn't have it on the Nintendo Switch. So I played it on the Steam Deck and I actually really, really enjoyed it because it was really relaxing to just have it on my, like play it on my bed and move it around. Because initially I played it on the PC, but I don't like to play these types of games on the PC because I feel like farming games or like cozy games are best played when you're, yeah, on handheld. 
I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. so it was really nice. Well, that's cool. I um I have a Steam Deck as well. I played it on the Switch though, and I'm curious. The load times on the Switch were like really bad. It took forever for each area to load up. Was it not as bad on the the Steam no, Deck? No, it was really smooth actually. I really okay. yeah, it was it was really fast. I didn't have any trouble with it loading or anything. Um, I know a lot of people have said that there were issues with like load times or like um, bugs with the Nintendo Switch, but I think it ran super well on the Steam Deck and the PC. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that it ran better for you because I, I was a little frustrated with uh, <laughs> with how it performed on Switch, but we'll get more into that yeah. later. Uh, in the meantime, we have to do our star pieces. This is the part of the show where we share a cool little detail that we liked uh, or something we generally enjoyed about the game we played. So do you want to go first, Denise? Yeah, sure. Um, I actually really liked... <laughs> This is silly, but I really liked being able to figure out how to fish. <laughs> I know like a lot of because I know a lot of people had issues like finding out how to fish. So I was like really proud of myself when I figured it out. Um, it was like after I went to this like new area beyond like this meadow area. So I went past that and there's this like body of water. There's like a bunch of trash around. So I just started picking up trash because I liked organizing things and I thought that was fun. And so I like started picking up the trash and I left the area. And there's this like bear that comes up to me and you're like, hey, thanks for cleaning up all the trash. I was like, thank you. I'm so like, that was so sweet of you. And then he gave me a fishing rod. I was like, wow, this is, this is a huge accomplishment for me. I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that was my star piece. (laughs) What what a lovely moment. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, my star piece is, um, it's such a little thing, but I love that you can put furniture down diagonally. Oh, yeah. Like, you can rotate objects that you put down in your house or in other people's houses or outside. Uh, that's a, that's a big deal. Like, I, I love Animal Crossing, but sometimes I couldn't get objects to fit the way I wanted, so I appreciated that slight bit more of freedom that the game was giving and letting me kind of break away from the grid and you know, put a couch diagonally or put a bridge diagonally. True. So that was quite nice. Uh, if I had another star piece, it would be that your running animation, you splay your arms out behind you like your Naruto running. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that too. I was like, dang, that is like some fun running animation. Like elementary school. I remember like a kid was like running around just like Naruto, just like that. So I was like, nice. <laughs> that was a good choice for sure. Yeah. Uh, but with every star piece, there is also a quick jab. And jab, jab. This is where we talk about something that we didn't like as much. For me, it was just kind of some of the technical issues of playing it on the Switch. I kind of wish I had played it on Steam as well to kind of compare maybe, but um, there was a lot of uh, me clipping into objects. Like, I I actually accidentally got myself, like, up a hill, like, in the back that you can't get back down from normally. So I ended (laughs) up, like, going to a later game area and getting the pickaxe way earlier than I was supposed to. And I don't know, maybe there'll they'll be some updates that patch things out like that. But uh, yeah, it was it was a little annoying, some yeah. jankiness. I initially like was like walking around and that a similar thing happened to me. Like I started like merging into like the, the hills and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> the dirt. I was like, hmm, that that's new. <laughs> that's an interesting <laughs> feature. Yeah. Uh, do you have a quick job as well? Yeah, I do. 
Uh, so my quick job is the characters. So I think the characters are a little scary, not gonna lie. <laughs> um, uh-huh. They look, you know, like Chuck E. Cheese, right? Like there's like a mascot, yes. uh-huh. a big mouse or rat or something along those lines. And just like with a big head, lifeless eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think the characters are an interesting choice. I, they were a little scary for me, but I was able to look past them after like a, a little while. I got, I got used to it, uh, but it was initially a little scary. I feel the same way, and I wasn't sure if it was just me, but it, it felt like it was something to do with their body proportions. Yeah. That like I, I have my villagers are like a pig and an elephant, and the the elephant has this huge head and these really lanky arms, and it's kind of yeah. disturbing to me. <laughs> and then the pig never smiles. <laughs> Which is also, but like somehow, like Animal Crossing makes its grumpy characters look cute still somehow. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I have to agree with you there. I wasn't big on the what the characters looked like. I feel like in Animal Crossing they have like the emotes or something, and they have like mm-hmm. different expressions, which gives the characters a little bit more life. Right. Um. So I don't think Hoka Live has those like um, animations. Not really. No, maybe maybe one or two, but. 35 or whatever right, Animal Crossing has. Right. And it's not that I want to keep comparing this game to Animal Crossing, but you know, when you've played mm-hmm. a game like Animal Crossing, it's hard not to. Yeah, it's hard. It's done so well. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, but we do have to keep in mind that this was created by one developer, not a whole team. So. For sure. And with that, we can get into our Who's the Fake Fan segment. Fake fan. This is the part of the show where we try and stump each other with nerdy trivia questions. Uh, I'll start if that's okay, Denise. Yeah, sure thing. I have uh, two very simple questions for you. The first one is, how many logs does it take to craft a plank? A plank? Two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Easy, right? Easy. <laughs> okay, cool. So here's the harder question then. How many planks does it take to craft a simple bridge? It's the first thing you learn how to craft in the game. First big thing. Bridge. Was it 56? You're very close. Ah, oh, no. <laughs> it's 54. I was about to give you options. I was about to say, is it <laughs> is it in the 20s, 30s, 40s, or 50s? But I mean, it was 54. So you're only two off. I think I'll give it to you. That was uh, very impressive that you remembered. I was thinking of creating another bridge. I was like, I <laughs> I remember the number or close enough. What do you got in store for me? Uh, my questions are a little bit more geared towards Animal Crossing because I feel like Focal Life inspired by Animal Crossing. So Sounds great. Uh, so my first question is a multiple choice question. So in Animal Crossing, there's this character called Chip who hosts the fishing tourney. What yes. kind of animal is he? A groundhog? A beaver? An otter? Or a capybara? Ooh, okay. Definitely not a capybara, but I, hmm. My first instinct was otter, but I feel like I remember a beaver tail. So I'm going to go with beaver. You are wrong. It is an otter. I should have gone with my gut. Oh, that's too bad. That's okay. <laughs> I think Good a lot question. of people got confused with that. That's why I chose this question. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Yeah. Uh, okay. So here's the second question. Another Animal Crossing character called Luna, who owns the Dream Suite, is based off of a Japanese mythological creature called the Baku, which was known to eat people's nightmares. True or false? 
Um, hmm. My wife is into to Japanese folklore a lot more than I am. <laughs> I've definitely heard of a of a baku. I, that's that rings familiar to me. But I feel like she's an animal. I feel like she's just like an ant eater or something. Yeah. So I'm gonna say false. No, it's true. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I heard there was like a Pokemon that was also based off of this like a dream eater. Drowsy, yeah. Yeah. Drowsy and Hypno, I think. I thought it was kind of funny. That makes sense. Man, I'm two for two. I don't want to be a fake fan of Animal Crossing. <laughs> That's okay. Well done. Well, you get the uh, the not a fake fan trophy for this week. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> well, to sum up our, our final thoughts about the game, what kind of person do you think would enjoy this game? I think this game will appeal to like somebody who is possibly bored of Animal Crossing. You know, wants to try something new, something different. A little bit more affordable than Animal Crossing. That's you true. Know? And if you have a Steam Deck, this is the perfect game um, to try out. It runs really well on the Steam Deck. From what I see, I think the customization feature is a little, a little bit harder with like the controllers, but everything else ran pretty well for me. Awesome. I think if uh, if you're looking for more, if you've just you're just Animal Crossing to out, and you're looking for another one, um, this could potentially fill that uh, niche for you. I think also. If you want to play Animal Crossing but you don't have a Switch, this is the perfect uh, compromise, I guess. That being said, if you have Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing, um, I think it's better to start with those games just because they're kind of considered the uh, the classics. pinnacle. Yeah, the classics, the pinnacles <laughs> of their genre. I don't think there's much reason to buy this game if you haven't played those ones and are interested. Um, but like Denise said, uh, this could definitely be a, an affordable option for you. Look it up, see if it appeals to you, and uh, yeah, give it a go. Well, Denise, there's one more segment that we sometimes do on the show called... How about this instead? And that's kind of where we get to recommend some of our favorite uh, games, related or not related to the, the game we talked about today. So do you have some cozy game recommendations? Maybe ones you've played recently that you could uh, recommend to me or to the listeners? Oh, gosh. I have far too many. Um, is it okay if it's not on the Nintendo Switch? If it's, is Absolutely. It, is... Oh, anything. 3DS? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> totally. So one of my favorite games of all time is called Fantasy Life. and I've heard of it. The game mechanics are so good. Like they, It's a game where you can be anything you want to be. Right, so you can be like a knight, you can be a cook, you can be a miner, and it's really fun because you can have like different careers that you can utilize. This game was created by Level Five, and they created a lot of like games like the Professor Layton series, yes, um, as well as other like games like on the PS2. Nino Kuni, I believe, yeah, was Nino by Kuni. them. Oh, I love that game! It's amazing. They make like wonderful games that keeps you coming back to it because i think the game mechanics are really satisfying to play after a while like even after like playing it for a really long time i really enjoyed it i think a new game that is coming out that might be really similar is called fey farm which is like a mix of fairies rpg and farming so that's something to look out for for the Nintendo Switch. And that's a game you covered on your channel recently, is that right? Yeah, I 
I did. That's awesome. Well, I'll have to go check that out. Uh, where can people find you if they want to hear more of your opinions or uh, enjoyed listening to you today? Yeah, I am on YouTube at Seeing Stars Gaming. No spaces. If there are spaces in the name, that's another person. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Noted. Yeah, I often tell my friends, and they're like, Seeing Stars Gaming. And they're like, who's this person? I don't know this person. <laughs> I'm like, no spaces. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> and I am at Seeing Star Gamer on Twitter. Wonderful. Awesome. Well, uh, we'll include links in the description so people can go check out your content. Uh, really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much for being here, Denise. Thanks for having me, Jared. This was actually really fun. This is my first podcast, so I'm like real nervous, but this was really fun. <laughs> oh, you did great. And thank you to the listeners as well. We really appreciate all of you. And until next time, I'm Jared. I'm Denise. And we'll level with you then. Whee!